0: The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. Guys,
1: I'm bringing the party to you.
2: and welcome to another episode of the New England Society of Geeks podcast. I am your host, Eric, and this episode is going to be another edition of The The Monthly Monthly Comics Cast. Cast. You know what that means? That means, of course, that I have assembled the league. (laughs) I had a little brain fart there. The League of (laughs) Substitute (laughs) Podcasters with me, (laughs) which consists, of course, of the Cosmic Comic Guru, Dario. What's up, Dario? That's me. Hello! <laughs> and the guest user, uh, the, <laughs> the defender of the Secret Wars, the man from beyond himself, John. What's up, John? Nothing much. Hey y'all? And we're supposed to have the world's greatest sidekick, Paul, on, but he has not been able to show up yet, so he might come on at some point uh, or not. Who knows? We'll see. But anyway... <laughs> Welcome to the show. So uh, let's get started on our reviews. And uh, who would like to go first? It's good. It's good. All right, Dario, you can go first. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I have. <laughs> I was waiting. I have to see two books. Said first,
0: two books. Both of them, DC Comics. First thing I've got is called "World's Finest Teen Titans."
2: World's finest Teen Titans. Ooh. Paul's jumping
0: on. So it is uh, a mini series and it is written by um, let's see, look to the middle of the book.
2: Here. Mm,
0: not the middle of the book. Ah, here we go. It's written by Mark Wade. The artist is Ooh. uh Manuela <coughs> Lupacino. God, I just destroyed that name. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> And Colors
0: are by Jorge uh, Belair, And letters are by Stephen Wines. And this has been promoted as being in the vein of the Batman Superman World's Finest. But this is going to just tell a story of the Titans in their early years. So we have Wonder Girl, Robin, Speedy, Kid Flash, uh, Aqualad, and Bumblebee. We don't see enough of Bumblebee. She's really, very, rarely, rarely used these days. Like she's, so I think she's in the cartoon, um, but she's not in a whole lot of stuff. She but must be lame. Was Aww.
2: that? I said she must be lame.
0: <laughs> no, she's cool. Um, but it's really good. Basically, it's just uh, they they kind of updated it. They're they're attacking a group of um. I don't know. Cultists. are in the middle. At the beginning, they're they're in the middle of uh, getting ready to sacrifice somebody. And the way they update the the Titans for the new audience is that they're streaming, they're streaming their their exploits and posting them on YouTube mm-hmm. and TikTok and all this stuff so they get viewers. But it's not like Robin's reading Robin. He's like, this is not why we're here. <coughs> Speedy's being speedy, saying we need people to, to, to acknowledge us. Right. I, I don't know. I think that Mark Wade did a really good job kind of getting the right vibe for the Teen Titans when they're first starting out. Like, this um, reads very much like this is within their first year because uh, a lot of them, uh, they're complaining about how they don't know Robin's secret identity because Robin's being told he can't share it because Batman doesn't want him to share it. And, you know, Robin's very much still student of Batman, so he wants to do things, even though he's Robin. Uh, he's expected to be leader, and he's expected to kind of live up to Batman.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but it's really good. I like it a lot. Uh, the art's fantastic. The storyline moved along pretty good, um, and like I was saying before, being such a fan of the original Titans growing up, uh, I feel like this hit this hit all the all the right pacing for me. Um, like they. They have, they have a scene where the Titans are talking, and it's right after the mission. So there'll be a panel of the Titans talking, and then they'll shoot to a panel of, of them afterwards, like talking to their mentor, like, you know, Wonder Girl and Aqualad are talking about something, and then there's a panel where Wonder Girl and Wonder Woman are talking, and Wonder Woman's, you know, being the mentor, saying that this happened, that this happened, you know, that somebody act this way, that kind of stuff. And everybody's got a direct relationship with their mentor except for Speedy. Speedy the entire time is like talking like he's, you know, everything's great, but Ollie's not there. And that's the problem is that Ollie was never around. Like he was kind of Speedy's mentor, but he was never around, which is the reason why Speedy went and started doing drugs. <clears throat> so they're going to end up addressing that.
1: Sure, sure. So I
0: don't I don't know how many issues it is. I, I definitely know for, for sure it's a, a miniseries. And uh, I feel like if it keeps up And so long as Mark Wade wants to keep writing it This could probably be a pretty good Ongoing series uh, So I like it a lot nice. The second uh, book I got Is also from DC
2: And it's uh, Night Terrors Oh yeah Ooh. I, have, I picked is, that up but I haven't read it yet
0: This is Not the particular book That I read though Um I realized when I was pulling this out to talk about that I didn't buy the book that I read. I just read it at the store. Um, So, for week one, this doesn't even have the checklist in it. For week one, I read every Night Terrors book that came out. So I read the prologue book, because it's a prologue book. Um, And I also read um, all the tie-in books that came out. And there's a lot. There's a yeah, wrapped, uh, and I am shocked that this book doesn't have a checklist in. Oh, huh. okay. No, it's not even on the last page. Thanks. Get out of here. I got, yeah. I got one with the checklist. If you want, though, um, I don't, I don't necessarily need it. Uh, but so, issue one, the prologue, deals with. Um, Dr. Destiny's body showing up at the Justice League's headquarters after the Justice League's headquarters has been shut down because the Justice League are basically out of business. Um, and the Titans are in charge. So Dr. Destiny... Is it, Do- is it Dr. Destiny? I think it's Dr. Destiny. Um, he had uh, Dreamstone, and he was an enemy of the Justice League. He was able to change reality and that kind of stuff. So my cat is acting up. I need to get rid of him. <laughs> Go on there. Okay, so um, Constantine shows up, and a bunch of other heroes show up, and they're trying to figure out why Doctor Destiny's body is is at Justice League Headquarters. And it turns out that it's not really his body; it's a it's a dream projection of his body. Um, so he's not necessarily dead yet; he's still at Arkham Asylum, and he's um, in a dream state, and he's being and he's uh, uh, affecting all the other people around him. So the heroes and some of the titans go to arkham with uh harley quinn to kind of figure out what's going on actually harley's already there she's the one that tells them that that craziness is going on and it turns out there's a new person who's looking for the nightmare stone um i might be getting some facts wrong because they're on the book uh, but they're looking for the nightmare stone and it's uh somebody called insomnia and This person doesn't have the nightmare stone but they have really substantial dream powers and they may uh, I think they absorb some of Dr. Destiny's abilities but they force the entire world to go into a sleep and once you're in that sleep you have to deal with your nightmares and some people um, are able to fight it um, through either magical means or other means and Batman's able to fight it for a while because Batman being Batman gets almost no sleep anyway. Uh, but he does eventually succumb. And one of the other major players in this storyline that I forgot to mention is Deadman. And Deadman was kind of on the trail of what was going on first before the other heroes were. And he takes over Batman's body to kinda of help him stay awake. So the the one of the you know, Batman and Deadman are kind of teaming up in the same body and Batman's pissed about that because Batman doesn't like having Deadman in his body. <laughs> um but that's the one and so that was that was the prolog issue and then from the prolog issue we had um week 1 um there was a lot of crossovers um Zatanna had one um I don't think Doom Patrol had one Shazam had one Robin had one basically everybody like they canceled all DC books for like the next two months and it, and it's all oh really it's all it's all night terrors, so anything coming out huh. in the next few months is all night terrors. I do that not walk. realize that. So, first of all, as a guy who works at a comedy shop, we were openly making fun of the fact that they weren't doing this in October. Yeah, uh, I know, right? This is, a, this is very much a October-themed yeah. event. Yeah. And it's not October. <laughs> um, <laughs> and they, nice. just started, they just started this, uh, this whole new... Dawn of DC story arc, right? And everything's supposed to be plotted out and planned very methodically by, you know, the people in charge of DC. And to drop in this event like almost immediately, I feel like isn't the smartest thing to do. But that being said, I read I read it and I didn't think it was terrible. Um, and I, oh, as a matter of fact, hilarious. I got I, this is the, this issue one of Night Terrors is uh, happens after the prologue, obviously. And it deals mostly with um, with Deadman and Batman, mm. who, as much as you know, Paul, Paul and I are very much Deadman Batman fans. I don't know what the rest of you.
2: Yeah, so I love Deadman
3: and Batman. Man. They should call called it, They should call it the Real Brave and the Bold.
0: Yeah, right. And then there's a um, there's another book that they came out with. Oh, this might be it. Actually, I can't remember. But it it it, it, it starts out like um, Deadman's hosting something like he'll talk to the reader and then they'll tell the story
2: so you have you've been reading all of the various issues so far
0: week one i read i read the prologue book and i read all the tie-ins. week two i bought that and i since the titles are so closely like the prologue is like night terrors in very small letters it says (laughs) the prologue in it right this was sitting on my pile, and I'm like, I've already read that. And I looked at it this morning, and I was like, Oh no! I didn't, I didn't this <laughs> so how how have the other books been? <laughs> um, so out of all the out of all the tie ins for week one, there was there was maybe two that I liked, and the rest of them I thought were pretty terrible. Oh wow! Uh, for week two, for week two, I I looked at everything. Like I grabbed I grabbed everything that came out, put it down. I was like, Okay, I'm going to buy Night Terrors one. I looked at Zatanna, and I was like, "This hand looks great. I'm going to buy this." And then I looked at Black. Uh, was it wasn't called Black Adam. I looked at Shazam, and I put that aside. And Robin looked terrible. Um, Flash looked terrible. They all—all all the other ones—they could be really good, but every one of these is just going to be like, "Oh no, I'm trapped in a dream world, and I'm fighting a nightmare."
2: Yeah. What? Do, whatever do I do? <laughs> <laughs> We've never seen stories like that before.
0: <laughs> so my, my main goal was to read only the books that had the significant impact on the overall story because when they do this usually there's at least one or two side stories that right. uh, have some importance even though they're not necessary to read Right? because they're just going to revisit it in the main book they're going to be like oh remember when the flash fought reverse flash <laughs> right
2: <laughs> it was all just a dream <laughs> All right. It is. So So, and
0: I I would say for Night Terror is it's it seems okay right now. I I am not a huge fan of promoting epic, epic crossover events like this that feel like they're just right. They just might be money grab. So (laughs) (laughs) yeah.
2: Right. Yeah. All right. Is that all you got, Dario?
0: no that's it. I started reading Count Dante from Scout Comics. I told you guys about this maybe a couple podcasts ago. I may or may not. um but there's a book from Scout called Count Dante and it's a very loose bio- biography about the 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 karate teacher from the Black Dragon Society that used to have all the ads in the comics in the 70s Oh yeah
2: right yeah, yeah
0: I was very excited about that and I grabbed issue I I had to have issue 1 sent away for because our store didn't get it huh? And I was, I was like, oh, I can't wait to read this. And I know why our story didn't get it. It's because the art's terrible.
2: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, art, the art is like oh. dog crap. Oh, man. jeez.
0: Oh, but issue one was okay. I got about halfway through it, and then I get a chance to finish it, so I don't think I can review it for this.
2: <laughs> but... Um, I'm like, yeah. It just seems <laughs> you half reviewed it. <laughs> you said the art yeah. was terrible.
0: <laughs> it's a, uh, you know, for being a piece of comic history, I was very interested. Even though they're they're right. they're blatantly saying it's not a truthful and accurate depiction of the guy, mm. uh, it's cool. <laughs> the guy's the master of the demac. Oh,
2: just stop your <laughs> noise! All right, well, thank you, Dario. Uh, good stuff. Uh, let's move on. First of all, let's say welcome, Paul, the world's greatest sidekick. Nice to have you join Hello, us. Paul. hey, Paul. I am late. That's If right. this is to speed you, <laughs> so why don't you go ahead and give us your reviews, Paul? I got one. Okay. <laughs> I got, it's uh it's
3: from the What If What If Dark series. Hmm. Oh. It's the uh Spider Gwen.
1: Oh wow. Uh,
0: I was going to buy this, so you're going to determine whether or not I actually buy it. <laughs> I don't know. You see that? i not to put a glare on it. Yeah, that's fine. That's I, cool. hate that. I hate that cover artist. I hate that
4: cover Greg artist. Greg Land? Oh, I hate him. <laughs> oh, why do you hate Greg Land? Oh, he's
0: just
2: the
4: worst. He's <laughs> the worst. He's very... Uh, that's my next off the shelf.
2: He's very uh, he's very polarizing. <laughs> some people like him, and some people absolutely hate him. Wait,
0: Greg Lands, you're off the shelf. <laughs> he's, uh, he's crack. He's cracking up. <laughs> it's Greg Land. All right, listen. I'm gonna roll it back. <laughs> Lands is a flying artist. You, big gonna, big <laughs> you gonna pull it? You gonna pull it back to the, to
3: the Captain America versus Dracula issue I had? <laughs>
2: All right, Paul, go ahead. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs>
0: All right, <laughs> very passionate about my hatred of bricklayers. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All
3: before. right, the writer, the writer is Jerry Conway. Ooh,
2: oh, interesting. Oh.
3: The artist is uh, Jody Hauser. Hous- Hauser Doogie Hauser Doogie Hauser <laughs> <Nice>. Jody Ah, the kid. Sorry. <laughs> Raymond F. Box, 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 and and D. I can't even say the last one. (laughs) D. Knife, 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 knife.
2: Sure, we'll go with that. Good effort.
3: Um, it starts off. It starts off with with um when when the Green Goblin had Gwen Stacy. He was fighting Peter Parker. Parker had, at the time, he had like a, had like a flu or a cold, so he wasn't up to par. And, and they pretty much, if I can show you, they did like the room, the Romita art. You see that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You like the Spider-Man swinging. All right. It was almost like, it's almost like the beginning of the book is almost like a, like a similarity, like a, like a reprint issue that we get sometimes. So it goes on for a while. So you guys all know, you know, the story. I mean, like the infamous, the infamous fucking mean, put everything you have into it. Cause, mm-hmm. cause you're not up to par, yeah. knock out, but it recovers. So it goes on for like three or four pages. And then it cuts into the what if doc. Cause it shows. It shows instead of, instead of him using the, the webbing, he, he swings down and grabs her. And in doing so, when he goes to break, he goes to swing back, he hits, he hits the bridge himself and snaps his neck. oh. Because oh. <laughs> it shows him, you know, him hitting the side of the bridge, both of them falling into the river. And then you see Gwen Stacy's head pop up out of the water, saying, where am I? Cause she was unconscious at the time.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Then, uh, she finds, she finds, uh, Peter's body, like maybe about, or maybe a couple arm lengths. And he's upside down, you know, he's doing like a dead man float.
1: Yeah.
3: In the river. So she gets him and she, he takes out the mask and she realizes it's Peter. So. The goblin, the goblin swoops down and he goes, I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you live. That way you, that you'll know that Peter's greatest failure and you're going to have to carry that burden with you. And then the next one, the next you see is like the, um, like the harbor cruisers coming to get them. So she, what she, so what she did was she took, took his mask and took the suit and let the suit sink to the bottom. But he, but she kept his mask. And then the next thing they show is is at his funeral. Um, she's standing next to Aunt May. She's got the Spider Man mask in her pocket as she's saying, "What what I did was I got rid of the evidence, pretty much. So Spider Man made it look like Peter just came out and rescued her, trying to be the hero,
1: mm-hmm.
3: and like Flash was there. Go on, uh, Una." Robbie, you know, why is, Jonah's like, why is, why is he, why did he try to do this? It makes no sense. He's like, all those Spider-Man pictures got into his head, and Robbie's like, this is not the place. So they leave. Maybe Jane tries to talk to, um, Gwen about, you know, seeing how she is.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: She wants to go for a cup of coffee, but Gwen says, I just want to be alone. So she, she pretty much goes on, a, on a journey of finding out, trying to get answers on like how you know, how Peter how Peter became Spider Man, why he did it. <coughs> Excuse me. So she goes back to the Peter's old apartment where where he stayed with Harry. She was there like a few days in and out, and Harry finally shows up. So pretty much they concoct they concoct a plan to draw out. Green gob, the green goblin, bring him to justice. Harry not knowing that it's his father. Mm-hmm. Okay. But Gwen had, Glenn had a point where part of the plan that she held back from Harry was she still had her, she still had her father's, um, suit and everything. So she had his, his service revolver. So he, she pretty much was going to end the goblin. Mm-hmm. So they made this. They go and make this um, plan to draw to draw the, um, the goblin out. Um, what what it consisted of was they had they used spider webbing and put it on on the bridge with a note because she figured the goblin's going to go back to the scene of the of the crime of his greatest achievement.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's got nothing better to do. Just hang. Right. <laughs>
3: And and he did. He went yeah. there. He's a note. Note says still alive. Meet me at blah 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 blah. And it threw him into a rage. So he went to that. He went to the um the the address as you know as the Green Goblin. And she's running into a building, and he chases her. And it gets to a point where Harry hits a button, and it he uses his father's own um uses the, the pumpkin bombs on the Green Goblin mm-hmm. as a distraction. And then they webbed him up so he couldn't move. Blank draws the gun. Tells Harry to, first she tells Harry to stay hidden because he has no mask or anything. So he draws the gun and points it to the Goblin. He goes, go ahead, do it. Do it, do it. Uh, Peter couldn't. So he, you know, he, you know, he goes back and forth, makes her, you know, doubt herself. She hands that shaking. she drops the gun and he goes, yeah, I knew you were going to do it. It was really weak. Then the next thing you hear the gun going off, there's a hole in his chest. And she looks over and Harry shoots the green goblin.
1: Mm. Huh.
3: And he's like, Harry, my son? And, and then he, <laughs> gone and he just shot his father. Well, now he turned around and called Gwen a murderer. Mm. Then he falls. He starts doing where he becomes. He he takes over as being the Goblin, and it's just it. And she finally, I mean, she goes and talk with um, MJ, but the, uh, it's like one of those where the Goblin attacks, and it never the story. The the meeting never really took place. So you got people running around, and she starts getting into her freaking Spider Gwen suit that she makes up. All it is, is is Peter's one of Peter's extra suits with his webbers and and like an over like an overcoat.
0: Mm-hmm. So, so she has no powers, but she makes but she puts on the suit.
3: Yeah, she
0: has no powers.
3: Uh, she has like Peter's technology, like the webbing and the, the webbing. <laughs> That sounds the dangerous. <laughs> swingage. Well, she was going to jump one part of it. I didn't want to tell the whole story. But one part, she, she tested out the webbing and it seemed real strong. She goes, well, here it goes. And she's on the, she's on top of a building. All right. You got like the train going by and she couldn't, she couldn't bring herself to taking the step. She just let the webbing go. Mm-hmm. So she had enough sense knowing that she, she doesn't have what it really takes to take over Peter's spot. So
1: hmm.
3: well now, at the end, it's Harry that takes over as the Goblin. And I just want to make one sure thing. I mean, she uh, she goes and visits the grave, Peter's grave, and says, "You know, I'm gonna do the best I can to carry on your 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 legacy with the technology that you gave me." Gwen says that, or. Lynch says that that Pete is great. Now this at this time Harry is full blown, full blown gone, thinking that he's he's the harbor that he the one now. So okay. and then it just cuts it ends with her like putting on the mask and getting ready out getting ready to go to whatever she's gotta do.
1: Hmm.
3: So,
2: I like it. Did you? So, you're not yeah. going to throw it over your shoulder?
3: No. <laughs> <laughs> you could good for old times. I, I didn't get a chance to read it yet, but I got the um the What If Dark Wokey. Yeah, issue all, what
0: if, the, the whole theme is What If Dark this time around. How many issues are yeah, there? No idea. You don't? I I, it's, it, kind of like, it's kind of like the Dark Multiverse. So, they're doing. Actually, yeah. no, Dark Multiverse all had really bad endings. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot.
3: It's oh. not what I expected, which is good. I mean, I thought you know, all right, you're gonna have powers, going
0: that's right to like too. Would you tell me? I thought I thought she was gonna be like, oh, I've replicated the abilities, and now I'm spider one.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: No, she's a chick with a gun. <laughs>
2: I liked it. All right, nice. All right. <clears throat> so that's all you got, Paul. So let's move on to let's see what the uh, John 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 is that you.
4: Yes, that's me. Okay, John, what do you got? I got two books. I got Darth Vader, issue 36, Weapons of the Force is the title. Uh, So what he has is he's kind of having trouble with his uh, Force powers, Uh, and so he's taken on Dr. Aphra. We've all been there. (laughs) (laughs) And so he's... Asking her to help him find these uh, Force weapons, which will help him Concentrate his Force powers. <clears throat> and at the same Time, what's happening in this issue Is all the, <laughs> All the droids that Vader Has ever, like, maimed Or dismantled, or destroyed <laughs> Are coming against them. <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny, it's like They're all teaming up. It's like This <laughs> bad team up. They're like Hey, we all have one thing in common. Darth Vader is. <laughs> destroyed us in one way or another. Now's our chance to go after him, and we can defeat them all together. So they they come up with this plan, and actually, Doctor Afra has Derek. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but she has two droids herself. Yeah, yeah,
0: she you got, she's got um, um, triple zero and
4: yes. Thank you. And I don't know what I don't know what the R two
0: unit's name is.
4: I don't know either. But I can't remember they, offhand. I
2: know it, but. Anyway. They
4: they kind of uh are joining these guys too. And uh in, uh in the end, of course, you know, these these robots, these droids fail on their task of destroying Vader. And oh, spoiler. Uh, triple zero <laughs> 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 And and one of the robots is like, Hey, you betrayed us and he's like, oh, you know, we just like you know, beaten up other people. That's that's the way we like it, you know. And so uh, there's not much else other than afterwards uh, he has Ochi, who's like his like, sidekick, Darth Vader's sidekick that's helping him along. Mm-hmm. He's like, all right, well, what do you uh, what do you want me to do now? He's like, all right, all these robots I just destroyed, uh, fix them. Have them, have them be my, my little entourage. So in the end, all these robots, these droids that were after him, are just working for him again in the end, so it's kinda of funny. So that's uh I thought it was good. Uh I enjoyed it of course. I, I thought I thought it looked stuff. goofy. Yeah. But I'm glad
3: What's it's good. I did, I got that issue and I looked at it, I read it, and I was highly disappointed <laughs> that there was there was no guest there was no guest
4: spots or C Street Theo or R2 D two. Oh <laughs> very disappointed. Well he never destroyed those robots, did he? No. I don't think so. In fact, he's the one who built C three PO. Right, yeah. So he probably C three PO probably wouldn't want to do that. But, but I should probably he ab- uh, But he
3: abandoned him.
4: Oh yeah, I guess so. But uh the writer is Greg Pack, artist is Raphael Inco, colorist is Federico Blee, and the letterer is VC's Joe Caramanga.
0: We all know
3: him.
4: Yes. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> and just like. Uh, so, did you know, have like him on one time, Derek, or something like that? On uh,
2: your podcast? He's or? been on um, one of my other podcasts <clears throat> that I do. Uh, okay. We Be Geeks.
4: All right. I thought so. And then uh, the cover artist is Lou Len Lil, Francis Yu, and Sonny Go. So, that's that issue. The next issue I have is, of course, Clobber Time. I think I've done almost all of these <laughs> issues. I, I'm pretty sure this is the last one. Actually, I think you missed <laughs> one. Did I? I? Okay. think so, yeah. what I had to look there? it up,
0: but the other droid's called, called BT-1. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah. BT-1. Right, yeah. Thank you. Uh, what issue is that? I this
4: is that issue five. Edit- What's that, Paul?
3: I thought the
2: editor was supposed to look up all that stuff.
4: <laughs> it took over for a minute. It
2: went to the assistant editor.
4: <laughs> it's, assistant, it's assistant editor month. <laughs> the cosmic guru is assistant editor now okay. so I think this is the last issue so you guys don't have to bear through the pain of me <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> doing this issue again but i will you'll probably still see me do the Darth Vader ones anyways uh, this is the story and art is done by Steve Scroci. Uh Jim Scrooge
1: <laughs> Steve Steve Scrooge. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Color artist is Brian Valenza. Letterer is V.C.'s Joe Sabanio. Okay, so this issue, uh, we're getting back to Ogdu phrase who is the uh, time-traveling guy taking pieces from all over time to kind of defeat all the superheroes and kind of make the universe in his own image... You know, and he has the thing uh, trapped, and he also has Doctor Doom from from not our time timeline, but supposedly from another timeline. And then he has one of the watches, Tuva Two, tu, which is, I think, one of the. He's like a rogue watcher. You know, he kind of interferes, of course, and
0: there's always you know, a rogue
4: watcher. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. This uh, this guy, Ogdu is going in the beginning of time, and he's trying to take, like, Galacticus, and trying to <laughs> take him and uh, What's his name? take his Galacticus. <laughs> My wife makes fun of me, too. <laughs> she says it's Galactus. It like, is. Okay, Galacticus. <laughs> Galacticus. I didn't realize your wife knew Galactus. She does, yeah. She knows all... She probably knows them better than I do. Um, that's what, that's she, what I when believe. she reads this stuff, she remembers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where I, I seem to forget. But anyways, he's going back in time, and he's basically going to take Electicus's powers and uh, overtake the universe, make it his own. And you can see here, he's he Dr. Doom and the Watcher and the thing, they're trapped... You know, it's just stuff like this, like Doom says, the the guy goes on and talks about what he's going to do, the bad guy, and Dr. Doom says, your time will come, fool, and the thing says, nice one, Vic. Someone called a burn unit.
1: Like, <laughs> <laughs>
4: it's like the thing always. Has
1: be, like, ooh,
4: you really, you really got him there, Dr. Doom. You know? That was actually good. Sick boom, sick burn, Vic. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, he's <laughs> butting his chops, huh, you know. That was good. <laughs> And so they go on, you know, Dr. Doom his they, they escape, you know, their trap and uh, like, all right, let's get him. And Dr. Doom, his armor gets destroyed in the process and uh, the watcher and the thing are getting attacked by a million robots. So they're trying to get that, but it's, this is kind of the funny part. Uh, Dr. Doom has Armor is off, and they never shown his face before in the comics, right? So <laughs> this guy, he, he drew the face, but they censored it out. <laughs> so, so you still don't know what's going on, you know? So, uh, and then Doctor Doom says, "Oh, you know, thank God." you can see here, I, I stole some stuff. His face is still censored. He's like, "I stole this Pym stuff," and he has like a thousand Doom bots. So the Doom. Bo- helping them out. Then the Doombots get Dr. Doom his armor back, you know, and so Dr. Doom's feeling better. And so, you know, it just goes through and the thing is able to uh, get in contact with Ogdo, and, you know, he's getting beat up and stuff like that by uh, Ogdo. And then, uh, the thing says, oh, it's clobbering time, you know, and he beats him up, right? And there's a lot of stuff that's going on in between here. Uh, Dr. Boone is helping to watch her, and they're getting a plan together while the thing is keeping him, uh, you know, entertained, you know, <laughs> and distracted. And so, in the end, they win. You know, of course, they go home and... Uh, the thing, you know, he has to go into this like little chamber here. I don't know. This seems to be poor quality, but you can see here the watcher is with him now. He's you know, got that
0: Fantastic Four robe.
4: That's right. Yeah, and him and him and the thing are like besties now, you know. And that's, like it <laughs> says at the end the beginning, you know, like uh, like <laughs> you know, all like best pals, right? And. So his wife says, "You know, hey, I know you saved the universe together, but when it's it's his time to go. You know, it's been a while." And he's like, "Okay, I'll tell him. I'll tell him it's the last month." And she's like, "Another month." <laughs> you know, so it's just stuff like that throughout the whole comic is like that, and like in the last issue of the issue before, Doctor Doom and the thing were. Like hanging out together for a few months, and Doctor Doom was always cooking. And he said, uh, "Doom, can you? Because Doctor Doom is doing all, all this eccentric food. And the thing is, I'm sick of it. When are you going to make me a burger?" And so Doom sent him a burger, a pile of burgers. The <laughs> thing, <laughs> like, you know, the hell with you, Doctor Doom. Burn them. <laughs> you know, <laughs> too, too little, too. Little. But anyways, that's. That's the series. Uh, I haven't enjoyed a series like this in a long, long time. Kind of like, that's why I keep up with the doctor Doom one. But if anybody ever wants a fun, good, easy lap, uh, interesting artwork, I like it. And so that's my... I lost my thing. So this uh, other item, I won't go over too long, but my... Off the shelf last time was the Thanos epiphany, and we were talking about the character Hunger. I don't know if you guys remember. <laughs> yeah, 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 you guys, yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, We're too yeah. happy
4: with it. So yeah,
0: him and Greg Land, are my
2: favorites. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine Greg <laughs> Land
4: drawing Hunger, Dario. Oh, there you go. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna get that happening. Don't you worry, Dario. So this is Jim Stalin and Alan Davis. <laughs> Jim Starlin has done. These are uh, prestige formats. They're probably like, I don't know, it's got to be close to over 90 pages. So it's probably like four comics or something like that together. And it's a prestige format. It's a little bigger than a comic, right? And it's hardcover. cover. And it's not put out as a comic, you know. And he has three of them, you know. So the story is... Really long, you know. It's, I would do this as off the shelf, but it's a little too much, a little too intense. But the one thing, uh, you know, other than the hunger thing, what I wanted to mention is Star Fox has a big part of this, his brother. Mm-hmm. And so, Star Fox, you know, knew Jim Starling created him, but I was never a big fan of him. This kind of weird type of guy who flew around and uh, can mm-hmm. control emotions, right? Mm-hmm. But in this one, it's kind of funny because. He, this, this first, uh, I don't want to call it issue, but first, you know, format, the first book here is called Infinity Siblings. The second one's Infinity Con- Conflict, and the last one's Infinity Ending. But this one here, what happens is Star Fox gets taking uh, like a million years away from his system and put on a deserted planet. And he did it to himself, and so what happened is, he it took him like 150 years to come back to Earth, and then when he figured, and on his way back, he met up with King the conqueror. So we get another timeline story mm-hmm. here, and so what he does is, after a while, Stockbox said, "Geez, you know, I've been trying to get back to Earth for a hundred years." And here here it is. It's like, oh, I I put myself there. And he's like, boy, if I if I didn't do this to myself, because he's like, I was kind of lost. My father just died. No one was there to kind of guide me. Because he's kind of aloof. He doesn't know what to do. And his father, the mentor, was always there. So, anyways, that was uh, kind of the interesting thing. Jim Stalin made a character that wasn't very interesting, kind of uh interesting. And it's a lot more involved than that, but the first uh, book is on that. And the second book and the third book, you know, kind of get really involved. I won't go into it here.
0: Now those are only published like that, right? It's not like they're individual issues. Okay.
4: There's no reprints as far as I know. And Jim Stalin did this three times. So there's nine books like this. What are those? And they're kind of connected, but these three are connected. You know, and they're, they're pretty expensive, you know? They go for $25 each, you know? What's the actual title of the books? So, the first one is Thanos' Infinity Siblings, and Thanos' uh, Infinity Conflict, and the last one is Thanos' The Infinity Ending.
2: Is there, like, an over, overarching title? No,
4: there isn't, but you kind of know it's all the same story because he'll say to be continued you know mm. and I should have had the other formats here to kind of show you but uh it's something if you have the time and the money you know I think like Alan Davis,
1: right.
4: yeah, Alan, yeah, Alan Davis is yeah Davis is a Alan good Davis he's good so this is when uh, Jim Starlin he couldn't write he couldn't draw because he had broken his hand.
1: Doing oh, a, right, yeah. some kind of coffee uh, machine. Yeah. Telling us about yeah. That. Yeah.
4: And he uh he I guess he's drawing now, but it took him like five, eight years to kind of get back. He had to do a lot of physical therapy with his hand to get it back into uh, shape. But yeah, the artwork is great, so it's kind of nice to see someone else draw it other than Jim Starlin. But I would uh that would be a suggestion and then Dario can get his hunger fixed because there's definitely a lot of a lot more hunger in this than the Is last there? year. Oh so boy. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he it really looks like he comes to an end in near the end. So it's <laughs> so the worst it, out, <laughs> 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 it was really it was really
3: fit over the top if if uh Gray, Gray,
4: Gray,
3: Gray 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 did something.
4: Oh, well, I heard that's happening. It's coming out soon. What's happening? To a comic shop near you. The Greg Land is gonna be drawing Ugh. Hunger.
0: Hunger. Hunger wow. the series?
4: Yep. I can't it's wait, it's just him. It's that's all he's gonna do is just draw Hunger. Just gonna be the smiley face and the eyes the whole book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No trees, no foliage, nothing. <laughs> Uh, it will
0: probably, probably be the best Greg land I'd ever seen. Yeah,
4: right. There you
0: go. After the
3: tribute, after the tribute cover of King uh, Colin, <laughs> I was at uh, I was up Gene in Jackson, Hampshire mm-hmm. at a comic book store there, and I picked up uh the Danny Keith, Danny Keach, Ghost Rider. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. I picked up one, two, and three. I was so excited about the cover on the cover on number three. Why? Because they got the scarecrow, the the marble scarecrow.
1: Yeah, I know who he is. I thought it mm-hmm.
3: could have done a lot <laughs> more with him.
4: All right. Well, there we go. All right, I'll set you
2: on. That all you got?
4: Yes, I'll set, sorry.
2: Alright. Now it's my turn. And I actually have three books. What? You heard me. Really? Three, three books to review. And He's th- on a roll. Yeah.
3: Well, did you, did you, like, read him to Newman so, so, he wouldn't, so he wouldn't miss Nancy that bad?
2: No, because he wouldn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> the first book is from Image Comics, and it is Void Rivals. And hmm. this has been... Um, advertised as the beginning of the new image version of G.I. Joe and Transformers and everything. It all starts here in Void Rivals. But first of all, um, I'll tell you that this book is not about the Transformers or G.I. Joe at all. Um, And I'll get to that in a second. Uh, The book is written by Robert Kirkman, who actually I'm, I'm a fan of. He did, uh, you know, The Walking Dead, Invincible, uh, some other good stuff. Um, the artist is Lorenzo de Felici, uh, colorist is Matthias Lopez, and the letterer is Russ Wooten. So, Mm. this story, Void Rivals, is about, um, a pilot, a space pilot, whose ship crashes on a planet... And he's gotta to try to figure out how to survive and stuff. He was uh he was uh apparently uh in a battle with his arch enemy, the this other alien race who landed on the crash landed on the planet as well. And um they're both masked and wearing you know, wearing spacesuits and masks and stuff, so you can't tell who what they look <laughs> like. And um they figure out that they have to work together to survive the planet and try to rebuild their ships, um, rebuild a ship out of the wreckage of their other ships. And the whole time they're arguing and saying, you know, uh, we're not supposed to trust you and you're not supposed to trust me and all that. And then, you know, your race is ugly and all that and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and then spoiler alert, it turns out at the end of the book that they're the same, um, they're, like, the same species, but one is male and one is female. So, <laughs> sorry, spoiler alert. Oh, I should say, uh, actually. Um, oh, spoiler alert. So, um, but that was kind of, um, you could see that coming from a mile away, reading the book. So, And as far <clears throat> as the uh, introduction to the Transformers, um, that is done in a five-page spread where you meet the Transformer. <clears throat>
0: Is it five page or is it just like five panels?
2: It is. It's five pages, <laughs> um, but two of the pages. Wow. So you meet the Transformer uh, Jetfire, one of my favorites, and oh. uh, he is he has also crash landed on this planet and he he's lying dormant in his plane mode um, for however many years, millions of years or whatever. And <coughs> um, so there's two pages of him in his plane mode. Um, totally out of commission. And then they revive him and he transforms and he says, you know, he tells them he's jet fire and then uh he's like, Oh, I gotta go. I got stuff to do <laughs> He's like, How long have I been here? And they're like, uh, we don't know, a while and he's like he's like, Oh, look at all this erosion on me and stuff. I've been here for millions of years. I gotta go. See you later. And he transforms and <laughs> takes off. So that's the extent of that.
0: Um, That's exactly how I am in the morning when I wake up. <laughs>
2: Transform, gotta go. <laughs> um. So, I mean, honestly, it was just a whatever. Um, it wasn't really that interesting. A little disappointing as the introduction to the Transformers and stuff. Um, it was okay. Like, I don't know. I don't know. If- this book is continuing. I don't know if I'll read it or not. I usually yeah, like, it's an ongoing book. It is right. I usually like yeah. Robert Kirkman, Um so I might give it another chance and and keep reading for a little bit to see if it gets better. But I was not very. I got issue
1: interested. two. Oh I think really? You
2: should throw it. It came out. Issue two has another Transformers reveal at the end, but it's not a Transformer. Oh. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I'll keep reading this just to see if it gets any better, but. As far as first issues go, this one was just there, uh, whatever. So at, at, the end, of- at
0: the end of issue two, I had to look up the race because I'm like, I don't get it. And then I look at them; they're like, "Yeah, these are from the cartoon. These are this is a uh, alien race that's from the Transformers cartoon." Mm. I was like, "Whoa, oh, nice!" That wasn't like that.
2: Interesting. I really- <laughs> now I'll have to see if uh, if I recognize them. I have to pick it up. All right, my second book is. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles versus Street Fighter. Whoa. put out
0: by what number is that? Number one. You know how hard it was to get that book. Really? Yeah, I had to I had the, I didn't take it out of somebody's box, but somebody was like, "I don't want this book," so I was like, <laughs> "Yoink!" I'll buy it.
1: <laughs>
2: um, this is put out by IDW, and it was written by Paul Allure, um, art by Ariel. Meadle. Colors by Sarah Meyer. Letters by Ed Dukeshire. And, um, it's, it's, it kind of, it was a little weird, because it kind of jumps right into it. Um, you open the first page, and there's a fight between Raphael and Guile from Street Fighter. And history. (laughs) And, and you slowly find out that the Turtles are, have come to, uh, M. M. Bison's place to to join to join the tournament it's shalu right i think so yeah and to join the tournament and and you know hone their skills and everything and and the street fighter characters guile Ken, ryu and chun Li are there um and uh m bison is watching from behind the scenes and he's he's picking out his you know, fighters that he thinks are really good for his nefarious plans, one of which he thinks Raphael will be good for. And uh did you read this one yet, Dario?
1: Uh, I have not.
2: I liked it. It was fun. I mean it's it's street it's Turtles versus Street Fighter. It's you know, it's what you want from it. It's just a fun, goofy book. Um I buy
0: almost every single Street Fighter comic that comes out. Oh really? And I also, I also buy almost every single Turtles crossover book that comes out.
2: I do too. Yeah. Oh,
1: except
0: wow. for, except except for Stranger Things. Oh so. yeah, I
2: didn't get yeah. Um. So this one, it's just it is what it is. It's fun. It's enjoyable, and uh, I liked it. Not. It's not. It's gotta be. It's not gonna. You it's know. Gotta be. What? It's gotta be better. The
3: Mighty and Power Rangers and Godzilla.
2: <laughs> that was good. I read that one. I have the Turtles <laughs> versus the Rings, it's no Transformers, My Little Pony, but it's okay.
0: There's a There's a Turtles crossover with Masters of the Universe too.
2: Is there? Oh, really? Yeah, it's
0: good. It's really uh,
2: good. I'll have to When
0: did to that, that come that's out? That's awesome. Uh, maybe like two or three years ago. One of the Turtles, I don't remember Raphael Leonardo, but one of them gets the sword of power. So oh, he, that's God. cool.
1: I gotta check that
2: out. I didn't even know that existed. I have to read that. Great. <laughs> oh, right. and finally, my final book is put out by Dark Horse, and it's a mini series. This is issue one of four, and it's called Order and Outrage. Hmm. And hmm. um, it was uh, the art by is by Rags Morales, who's a good artist. I like. He's he's really good. He's done some good stuff. He's great yeah I love his work. uh colors is are haley brown uh lettering by michael heisler and I feel like I'm forgetting something here um oh the writer is uh, some I uh, i don't know if I can pronounce this name uh jim jim starlin i believe is the name <laughs> 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 So this is a book put out by Jim Starlin and um it's it's takes place, you know, out in the cosmos and uh it's about this this woman who you can see on the cover there. She's like a blue and, uh, and and it's I don't know, it's confusing. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of it kind of it kind of introduces her but it kind of bounces around a couple different times um in 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 her life like when she was bounces to when she was a little girl i think it bounces to when she, before she was born to her mother and tells some some of her story and all this and i'm not exactly sure what's going on um but um yeah i don't know <laughs> <laughs> it's it's interesting kind of weird it's only four issues so i'll probably stick with it but i just found the first issue a little confusing so there you go hmm. but it's jim starlin so i'll give it a shot
4: yeah he did the cover too
2: um uh yes i believe he did yep he did the cover yep oh so there you go so that's uh that's it for my reviews and that's it for all of our reviews. So, um, all right, good job, guys. <laughs> so let's move well, on. I just
0: want to, I want to, I want to add that
2: I, uh, no additions. We're done. No, go ahead.
0: <laughs> oh, no. I, I, I read the newest issue of Elvira versus Monsterland or Alvira oh, and Monsterland. Oh,
4: Is I it, keep meaning to look that up, but I, I don't, I don't see it in the comic shop. Maybe issue, that book,
2: issue two or
0: issue that, that three? Issue, well, issue three just came out, but okay. I haven't read it yet. But Issue 2 is with uh, Frankenstein. I got Issue it's 2, so, yeah. It's so good.
2: I did. I, on your yeah. recommendation, I started reading it. And yeah, Issue 2 is really good.
0: Issue 3 starts out with her meeting the guys from American Werewolf of London. <laughs> so it's pretty good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, so um, we don't, uh, due to certain cir- circumstances I won't get into, we don't have our off-the-shelf book this week. This month, so uh we'll do that next month, and that'll be Dario's pick, and you people are gonna love it. I hope we love it. Let's hope it's not another <laughs> Secret Wars. Um
1: <laughs> Greg Land.
2: Greg Land. Um so uh we'll just we'll just take a little time to uh, right now just to chat about a few things. Um one thing we wanna chat about is uh the we finally they finally released all six episodes of Secret Invasion and, um, oh, yeah. and so it's over, it's done with, so we're going to talk about that. But first, <coughs> oh, spoiler alert, we're going to spoil some stuff. So let's get into it. What did you guys think of the Secret Invasion series?
0: I liked it a lot. I thought it was pretty good. I mean, it has, it had its ups and downs and it could have, you know, done things a little bit differently as far as focusing on the spy element, I think would have been better, but yeah, it was I- good. I liked it.
2: It was interesting. It, it definitely had its ups and downs. I didn't love it, but it was okay.
0: I like yeah, Nick Fury's story arc. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. I like Emilia Clark's character, even though she's now technically the most powerful person in the Marvel Universe.
4: I know, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, my, my feelings are kind of online of Derek's. I'm like, eh, it was alright. I wasn't like blown away by it, though.
2: Yeah. Um, I don't know what I don't know what the future holds for that character, but we'll see.
0: She's yeah. in the uh, she's in the UK now, so she'll be hanging out with Captain Britain.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe it'll finally do him. Um, one thing I will say, speaking of of uh, the UK and stuff, Olivia Coleman's character, um, she was amazing. She was like probably the best part of that series. She's,
0: she's good. She's great in everything she does.
2: Yeah, she is. But she was just she just really shined in this in this series. <laughs> she was awesome. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The, the only now I'm just wondering like what where are they going to go from this point? Um, they don't know.
0: They don't even know where they're going. Yeah. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> like I don't know. I think I think I heard a rumor that whatever end credits I don't know. This could just be me dreaming. The whatever end credit scene they're going to do at the end of the Marvels is going to be. Like the kind of the guiding arrow towards what they're doing now.
2: Oh, uh, okay. But I don't know. Interesting. I don't know. Interesting. We'll see. We'll see. It could have been a fever dream of... for 0.0. 0. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe.
0: End credit scene. No, no.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. Um, I always like when they do the end credit scenes that, at, that actually lead to or, or move the story forward, you know?
0: Not a single Marvel movie has done that yet. This, this, like, since, since, since Endgame, or, yeah, Endgame. Yeah. Like, every end credit
4: scene has just been, like... Yep, exactly.
0: Throwing shit at a wall.
4: And it's just like... What? Oh, which reminds me, the Thanos thing that I just uh, talked about, the uh, Infinity Siblings, you know how the end of Eternals, (laughs) you had that extra scene with Star Fox and Pip the Troll? Yeah. Yeah. They actually... This, I think this predates that, and uh, they uh, they had a big uh, relationship. Pip the Troll and Starfox. oh. It was kind of hilarious. <laughs> I won't get into <laughs> nice. the details, awesome. but
2: um, so now, but now that Secret Invasion is over, I don't think we have any Marvel stuff to look forward to until yeah. What else? This? Marvels is next month. Yeah, is it next month? I
0: think so. Oh, August.
4: Wow. What All is the right. series on? No, it's a, a movie. It's,
0: it's, uh, it's, it's going to be uh, going to a theater near you. Oh,
4: Whoa. gosh. Who's, who's in it, or what characters? <laughs> well, Marvels. It's called the Marvels. so...
0: It's got Captain Marvel in it, Photon, and Miss Marvel.
4: Have you...
2: Seriously? Oh, right, right. Yes, yes. Okay. okay. All right, I was going to yeah. say, do you
4: seriously not know? I, uh... <laughs> I'm just uh, surprised they didn't call it Captain Marvel, but I understand why they call it the Marvels. Yeah, because it has the Marvels in it.
2: Right. Um, which I don't know. <laughs> what? I'm just laughing because I'm
0: the only one allowed to have a cat on screen. Oh. Ball, when
2: <laughs> I don't know how I feel. I'm not like super jazzed about the Marvels, <laughs> but. Uh, Your
0: cat oh. looks exactly like my cat, Paul. <laughs>
2: According to what I'm reading here, the Marvels doesn't come out until November 10th.
0: Listen, if I say it comes out in August, it comes out in August. <laughs> do
2: not question the do not gurus. question me. <laughs> okay, well, when no one you're, has ever dared. When, no, you, no. when you're sitting in the theater watching the Marvel <laughs> in August, you'll have to let me know how it is. I'll be waiting till November. To you all the time, hey.
0: Huh? I do. I do very careful <laughs> research before every episode.
4: Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well it's, it does say November tenth.
1: <laughs> <Google
4: it, so. laughs> well,
0: that's that that's uh you know American November tenth. No oh, yeah. <laughs> so well, yes, so overall what, overall,
3: what did you think of Secret Invasion?
0: Uh we we liked it. I think we generally all decided <laughs> that we kinda liked it.
2: Uh yeah. I loved it. You loved it? I watched it one time. I can't say I loved it. It was it was okay.
4: I thought it was entertaining. I I would have liked I have done seen, something else, but
3: I would've liked to seen a little bit, like a couple more uh videos.
4: Yeah.
3: You know what I'm saying?
4: It Piece had heroes or something like that.
3: I melt that dash dash scrolls. Like made it have a, I don't know from the story. I haven't read the story version of it, so I don't know who was the scroll and who wasn't.
2: Um, I know Electra was a scroll. Uh, Spider Woman was a scroll. I know there was a
4: few others. Everybody was, was like a- fifteen. That was like fifteen years. Ago, um, well, that was yeah, something like that. that. Was a long time, a while ago. Doesn't well, maybe twenty. I don't know. No, I
2: don't think it was twenty.
3: You said Electra, so why wouldn't I would I would have liked to see her in a cameo?
1: Yeah,
0: you're gonna see her in the Deadpool movie,
3: turning into a scroll. Yeah, the uh, everybody's gonna be in the in the
2: Deadpool movie now. I know, right? Speaking of, if we're lucky, we'll get Ben Affleck as Daredevil. That'll be amazing. That is the rumor yeah. that it's happening. Uh, speaking mm-hmm. of the Deadpool movie, um. There's well, a- maybe we
1: we'll
0: get maybe we we'll get the um, Ang Lee version of the Hulk. He'll get killed off. Yeah, great. maybe
2: <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the big giant cartoon looking. Uh, I'm sorry, not. I keep I keep I don't know why I keep doing this, but I keep getting Daredevil and and Deadpool mixed up when I'm talking about them. I keep calling <laughs> Deadpool Daredevil. But on the Daredevil front, there's been some interesting things coming out uh, about this the Born Again series that's coming out. Like what? Um, well, apparently it's going to be split into two parts, consisting of nine episodes each. So it's going to be eighteen episodes. That's pretty good. Um, it's supposedly it's going to be a it's going to be a very dark story, uh, mature. Oh, it better in, be <laughs> mature in tone, <laughs> similar to the Netflix version. And apparently they're going for a TV MA rating. So, uh, oh, everything you're saying is making me happy. <laughs> like
0: I didn't mind, I didn't <laughs> mind seeing Happy Daredevil in the She Hulk series, but I just didn't want that bleeding into his own show.
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And apparently, the main plot of the Daredevil: Born Again series is going to be Matt Murdock trying to find a killer while Wis- Wilson Fisk is trying to get vigilantes outlawed in New York. And the punch. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. Hmm? I'm sorry, keep going. And the punisher will be trying to make the dirty cops of New York stop using his logo.
0: Oh, that's cool. That's a good way to address that stupid real life thing.
2: Yeah. Very interesting.
0: So I uh, I think the kind of the, the best thing to come out of secret invasion was that it looks like they're very like like that was the show that's leading towards the dark reign of of oh, Marvel now. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. now not I mean, not the, the President of the United States lost his crap at the end of uh, at yep. the end of a secret invasion and was like, oh, I'm gonna murder every single scroll we right. see <laughs> <laughs> Which everybody took out of like left field. But yeah. I mean so now if the president and the government of the United States is gonna be anti superhero and um, Daredevil's, uh, you know, Kingpin will get elected mayor because they oh, can't yeah. use Norman Osborn, right? So they're going to find somebody that in devu- no position of power.
2: Right. That I would be that. cool, yeah. I would love that. <laughs> that would be wicked uh, Yeah, so we'll see what happens with all of that. Um, so our, ne- any, our next... Um,
3: we see the, um, the trailer for The Exorcist?
0: No. No. There's a new Exorcist?
2: Yeah. Yeah. It looks really, really good. That's not what I heard. <laughs> um, So, we don't have any more Marvel coming up until this fall when we get the Loki Season 2 in October.
0: That's going to be in August, I read.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no. But, you know what is coming in August is the Blue Beetle movie.
0: Oh, that's in an October.
2: And, uh... <laughs> I gotta say, the trailers actually look kind of good. It looks like it might actually be a decent movie.
0: I I hope it does well. I really hope that movie does well. I don't think it's going to because I feel like just in general superhero movies are failing at the box office now.
3: Yeah. Maybe maybe they they should get Michael Keaton.
0: They lost the opportunity to have Michael Keaton. Like he he was ready to go. He was locked and loaded and they upped it up. That's unbelievable.
3: I would have liked to see Michael Keaton in the um in a Batman Beyond. He was going to be.
0: Well, if the Flash if the Flash had 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 been successful, they would have they would have done Batman Beyond.
2: Yeah, they brought back Michael Keaton. Nobody cared. Although um, reports are now that so, the Flash movie is doing a lot better on video on demand than it was in the theaters.
0: Oh well yeah I know I, I knew it was going to do better than in, in Batman. Mm. So the um I watched uh I watched um an interview with Kevin Smith and he said he was on the phone with somebody in Hollywood that was talking to him and they were like super excited because they were like this is it this is it if this does if this movie does well Michael Keaton's going to go on to do like <clears throat> you know Batman Beyond and a bunch of other projects for us and then they were like wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah on a
3: on a side note, the uh, actor that plays, that plays the Blue Beetle,
1: the is Blue the, Beetle. yeah,
3: the Alter Eagle,
0: yeah.
3: yeah. isn't that uh, um, the actor from
0: Cobra Kai? Yep. Yeah, yeah the give from Cobra Kai. Yeah, that's cool.
2: That's exactly. I think it's his
0: first. I think it's his first big movie role, but I could be wrong.
2: and mm, I think you're right. I believe. <laughs>
3: It sounds like an editor note. <laughs>
2: um, Yes, it is his first big movie role. There you go. Good job, editor. I didn't even look it up. I just know.
4: Another, <laughs> another editor's note. I looked up uh, Secret Invasion comic. It came out in 2008, so like okay. 15 years ago.
0: Wow. I remember where I was when I bought issue one of that book.
2: I remember where I was, too. We, I was at your store. Yeah. Same <laughs> here. Same
0: game store. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and where were you, Dario? Uh
0: I was in Boston, at Newberry Comics in Boston. What?
2: What? Trader. yeah Traitor. <laughs> I
0: was back before I worked at the store again. <laughs> so I was working in Boston at the time and I I only had a couple places I was able to go to look at comics. Uh
2: uh-huh. yeah. So well, That's what they all say. <laughs> um and then one one other little cool Deadpool thing. Did you guys see the uh, the Marvel Legends figures that were announced? Um, Crystar, the Crystal Warrior. <laughs> no, but
0: they do. No, have- they did. They're announcing a Marvel. They're doing a Marvel Legends Crystar.
2: Oh really? I didn't see that. I'll yeah. check that out. Oh. Crystar. Wow. They have they have a two pack of Deadpool and and uh, Hydra Bob. That's cool. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, that is cool.
0: A couple people. I'm in a ROM a ROM group because I like ROM so much.
2: uh, It's actually a ROM group. When they they announced when they announced the group, what's that?
3: They actually have a group. (laughs) It's a support
4: group. Yeah, it's a ROM support group. (laughs) People, (laughs) Dario and some other guy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) His name is Lewis, (laughs) and he's from Australia.
1: <laughs> 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 good anyway, good
2: stuff. They,
0: they were all excited because they were like, "If they're gonna make a Kristar figure, maybe they can make a ROM figure."
2: <laughs> actually, that would be kind of cool. I wonder who who would yeah. have rights to that if they could. Hasbro. Hasbro, actually, have,
3: actually have a ROM figure that that his his knees bend.
0: <laughs> and his elbows bend? Mm-hmm. I have, I have that, I have that '70s Rom figure upstairs. Oh, sure oh you do. His arms don't move.
4: Huh? His legs don't bend. Does he? Uh, do, does he still light up?
0: Yeah. There's no oh,
4: battery in him. He lights up.
3: His gun, his his gun isn't held. It's clipped on. It's like <laughs>
0: yeah, and I don't have the gun. I have the box he came in, and I got the toy. And I broke his freaking backpack. I was trying to mess I was trying to take his backpack off because I was that's where you put the battery. Yeah. And I snapped it. And oh, it still stays wow. on his back, but there's supposed to be like a a clip that pops on. One of the clips broke off. Because the plastic's so fragile. But it still stays yeah. on his
2: back. I was bummed out. Yeah, that sucks. I hate when, when I do stuff like that and you're like, oh no. Oh yeah.
0: Like, oh my giant adult man hands.
1: <laughs> that's like, the, the,
3: that's hands, like, the the hands that are in the side is in the shape of a c yeah
2: <laughs> that was before kung kung fu grip,
1: kung fu grip.
2: yeah that's like, no. that was at, that was after kung fu grip i was um i built a lego set of the uh batman sixty six batmobile and yeah. um I lost one a, a small little piece uh, when I was building it, and I was able to, you know, it was luckily it was an inside piece, so you built around it, so it's it's hidden, you can't see it, but I know it's there, and it drives me nuts. It drives
4: me nuts. <laughs> like,
2: I know there's a piece missing.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's probably with that comic you threw over your head, and shoulder that you can't find. That was a notebook. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Maybe some of the couch.
2: <laughs> maybe. All right, guys. Maybe, anything? Anything else we want to talk about? Maybe. Nope. You, maybe. Yeah, I can't you think about can And just to hide it on you. Probably. All right. Well, if there's I nothing else that. we want to discuss, I guess that'll bring us to the end of the episode, then, eh?
0: Hooray! <laughs> I mean, we
2: yeah, did it. I was able, it. able to get a couple of uh, uncle pops.
3: I've been eyeing. I yeah. got. It's the um the Funko 2021 Summer Convention exclusive.
1: hmm
3: It's the Rocketeer.
1: That's cool.
3: Ooh. Nice. Thanks. And then the nice. other one I got was uh Derek Derek's favorite
2: favorite guy. Man thing, Giant-sized man thing. Uh, Nightwing. Oh, he's
0: there. Oh, Nightwing. AKA Man Thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: what? Nightwing is man thing in disguise? Yeah, you didn't know that right. one? <laughs> Yeah, when when man thing shaves night thing. Night thing. Uh all right, well, I guess that'll do it for us. This evening, uh, thank you guys for joining me. Uh, even though we thought it was just going to be me and Dario, the world's finest
3: podcast without the world's greatest sidekick,
4: it's no longer the world's finest. That's <laughs> when you become the substitute podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: as always, uh, I want to thank everybody for listening. And until Nightwing and Rom go off and have adventures together. (laughs) Good night, everybody. Those will be great adventures.